Hello, hello everyone. I hope you are well. Today's training topic is cash flow top tips. I often, often get asked for cash flow tips and about cash flow, but there is something that I need to preface with this conversation today because the thing is that there is a difference between cash flow and cash management. So I often talk about the profit first method, for example, profit first based on this book by the same name by Mike Malkowitz. And that is a method of cash management that manages the cash. That is essentially the envelope method for businesses. So the method where, you know, to be um, incredibly sexist, your granddad would come home from his week at work and he would hand your grandma the, uh, the wages and she would put some into the rent envelope and some into the food envelope and some into the utilities envelope, etc. It's basically that system for business purposes. And that is the management of cash. So that is the cash that's come in. How do you manage that cash? Now, cash flow is primarily around timing. So cash flow is different to cash management. When someone says they have a cash flow issue, typically what that means is that Overall, if you looked at a year, for example, in their business, everything would even out. They wouldn't be overspending. It would be timing that would be the biggest problem for them around the differences in timing between when they get paid and when they have to pay things out in relation to that work. That is typically what a cash flow problem is. Many businesses do have a cash flow problem, but many more have a cash management problem. Today, we're going to speak about cash flow problems and how to overcome cash flow problems, certain cash flow problems that exist as well. So usually they say they have a cash flow problem when actually they have a lack of cash problem, usually. Usually it's not enough cash coming into their business to, for their expenses. Usually that is the issue. And when that comes in, actually, we need to be looking at cash management and how you manage cash in your business. That is very often what happens. People come with, to me and they say, I have a cash flow problem. And typically, often it's not act. I mean, there may be cash flow issues in there, but the core problem is often not cash flow, it's cash management. Absolutely. So today I have 10 cash flow strategies. And even if you have a cash management issue, making sure that these cash flow strategies are actually ticked off and working properly in your business is going to be important anyway. These are important for any business, whether you think you have a cash flow or a cash management issue, or whether you maybe even think you maybe have neither, just using this as a checklist and a run through can be a good jog just to make sure that everything is in alignment with you as well. So we're going to dive in to our 10 cash flow strategies that I want to cover today. So the very first cash flow strategy that we have is extending credit. So trying to get an extension on your current credit terms with your supplier. So for example, it might be right now that you have to pay up front or pay on receive invoice or pay on 15 days. Try asking your suppliers for better credit terms because the worst that can happen is that they can say no and then you're in exactly the same position as you are in now. 
If you've dealt with them for a while and you have a good relationship, then you know you may expect that actually over time your credit is extended with them and actually you can start um, extending those credit terms. That can really help with cash flow. Now, I want to put a caveat in here. If you do get your credit terms extended, let's say at the moment you have to pay up front and they give you 30 days. You need to remember that that does need paid in 30 days. So we have to make sure that actually when the cash comes in for that product program service offering, whatever that is that you have, you have to make sure when that cash comes in that you are setting some of it aside for the invoice that you're going to have to pay in however many days time it is from that. So making sure that you are marrying up the cash coming in with the payments to suppliers that you may have to make, but seeing if you can get a little bit of breathing room by having those credit terms extended if you are in a cash flow uh, issue situation. Okay, so that is number one. That is our first top cash flow strategy. Strategy number two is getting paid faster. So ideally, we all want all of our clients to pay in advance or pay by direct debit or standing order. That way you get your money as soon as the contract is signed or you get it on a monthly basis without having to then invoice and then wait. So if you can set something like that up in your business, that is the holy grail of getting paid. It may be that in some industries that is completely impossible to do. However, what I'm going to say is do make sure that that is completely impossible to do before you write it off as an issue in your industry. So I know people in all industries that have clients paying on a monthly basis where you would say, Typically, that's not the done thing. I'm, I have a hairdressing client at the moment who is looking at how she can actually implement that in her business and have a membership model in her business. So don't discount having clients pay monthly for stuff that they're not used to paying monthly for. So for example, in my industry, it used to be 20 years ago that no one paid monthly fees to accountants. It was all done on a time basis. It was all invoiced. It was 30 days payment on invoice. And it was all done that way. Now, the vast majority of the industry is moved to fixed monthly billing. So the whole industry has changed. And some people need to be the first people in the industry to move over. In your industry, there is very little harm in that being you. You do have to potentially educate your audience, which can be a little bit of a hurdle, but I don't want you to discount having people pay in advance or getting direct debits and standing orders set up in your industry because no one does that. Think how you possibly can. That is what we do as entrepreneurs. We come up with solutions. So think how you can possibly do that. There's huge opportunities in most industries to actually change the way you get paid and to make sure that you get paid as fast as you can. That is what helps get rid of cash flow issues in your business. Because if you're paid, then the cash flow issue goes away in reality. So making sure that you have that in place is strategy number two. Strategy number three, if you are really struggling to get your customers or clients to stick to your payment terms, 
you can, for example, offer them a discount on early invoice settlement. So this happens in some industries already, but by no means all, it is relatively rare. But you can say, for example, that your credit terms are, let's say they're 30 days. Let's say there's nothing you can do about that. You've tried and tried to change the, the way that it works, but actually, as a result of whatever industry you're in, whoever your end client is, that's just not going to work. You potentially don't have control of those credit terms. Then you can say, okay, our credit terms are 30 days. However, we'll offer you a 5% discount if you pay within seven. In some instances, that will encourage businesses, institutions, whatever your end client is to pay you faster. So for example, you can have issues if you're dealing with you know, large corporates, big construction firms, perhaps universities or schools with those credit terms and being able to change them. If you say to them, I'm gonna offer you a 5% discount to pay within seven days, they may just start paying you faster. And therefore you are helping plug that cash flow issue that you have in your business by getting more cash in sooner. Therefore you have it in to pay your suppliers. Make sure that you have a think about how you can incorporate that if you are stuck with credit terms as well. And you can also do it for invoices that you've already issued that you're currently awaiting payment for. You can just give your customer a call and tell them if you pay by the end of the week, then your payment is reduced to X pounds and get the payment in faster that way. So strategy number four, resell or upsell to uh, old clients or customers, basically resell or upsell to old or current clients or customers. So we often forget those people that we are already in a relationship with. The people on your database, the people in your email list, the people in your audience, your current or old clients are 10 times more likely to buy from you. If you've not been in regular contact with them, they may have actually forgotten a little bit that you exist. So having some kind of promotion, maybe a special discount or a special offer for them to make them feel valued and special and encourage them to buy from you again is gonna be very helpful way of generating extra cash into your business. And doing that on a basis that you get the cash straight away. So on a credit term that you get that money coming in, is going to be the way that you want to set that up as well so that you're not just then creating a ca bigger cash flow problem for yourself. So reminding those people that you have an existing relationship with that you are here. And then of course, making a note to stay in regular contact with them in the future, perhaps giving them some kind of special offer or discount so they feel valued and encouraging them to buy from you again. So that is strategy number four as well. Strategy number five that we have is asking for referrals. This kind of links to strategy number four in reality. If you've provided a valuable product or service to your current or past clients, then ask them to recommend people who are like them, who they think will benefit from your product service program or offering as much as they have. There is no pressure. This is just a friendly recommendation. This is getting people that you love working with, recommending other people that they think that you'll also love working with. It's not salesy, it's not pressured. All it is is saying, do you know anyone else that might benefit? Can you connect us? It's really that simple. And that is strategy number five. And that should 
ideally bring in some more clients to you. Again, new client, you can dictate the terms. You can dictate the payment terms and you can dictate how you get paid to ensure that you have more cash coming in to the business as well, okay? So that is number five, asking for referrals. Strategy number six is actually something that I have been speaking about this morning with my Business Wealth Academy clients. So raising your prices. Most business owners, I am going to say most because it it really is most, are not charging nearly enough for the great, great service that they give their customers or clients, for the incredible value that they provide. And if you are like most people that I speak to, then you're probably priced at or under the market, particularly when you look at the value that you are providing to your customers or clients. So raising your prices is something you need to visit or revisit. Most people do not look at this regularly at all. It's really important incidentally, to understand that only 10% of buyers make a decision solely based on price, even during a recession. Okay, so only 10% may base it solely on price. Of course, you can add value to the service that your competitors are not adding. And therefore, you're layering in value to your own offering, and therefore your price can be higher as well. You really want to get to a point actually where you layer in the value to a point where actually your prospects are struggling to compare you to your competitors because you're in a different league to them. You are offering something that is leaps and bounds ahead of what they offer. And therefore, when they try and compare, it's not an apples to apples comparison at all. And when you can get to that point, that is a holy grail of of running a business when you can get there. So raising your price is incredibly important. There's a few things that you need to look at when you raise your prices. And there's a few decisions you need to make. I'm not going to go into all of them just now. As I say, I delve deep into this earlier today with those in the Business Wealth Academy. And if you are not in the Business Wealth Academy and you are interested in finding out more, then do just pop me a DM and we can have a chat about how it works, what it is, and whether that is something that you are ready to step into or not at this point in time. And I will be very honest with you on that one. So that is something that we we do delve into in much more detail, raising prices for that. But the question that you need to ask yourself is, you don't necessarily need to raise prices across the board. You could grandfather your existing customers or clients um, if you wanted to. So that's something to consider as well with that as you raise prices. But reviewing prices regularly, incredibly, incredibly important. So strategy number seven, you can announce you have a few coaching or client spots at a discount to encourage people to come in. If you need cash now, it can be a great way to get an influx of cash into the business. It can be a great opportunity for people to work with you, but 
go and sound desperate because that puts people off too. So encourage people by telling them that there's a limited number of spaces and opportunities to work with you. You've opened them up and they need to act soon, but do not sound like you are going out with your begging bowl to get them in because that is completely the wrong energy to come to it with. And you don't want to be doing that in terms of uh, speaking to your customers or clients. Okay. So we need to make sure that that is, that's not uh, going to happen as well. So that is strategy number seven, announcing a few coaching or client spots at a discount. Um, strategy number eight, announce you are raising prices at a certain date or time. So this loops back to raising your prices, strategy number six. Now, if you announce that you're raising your prices at a certain date or time, you give people the opportunity to lock in now at current rates. And that can bring an influx of people into your business as well. So that can really help in terms of bringing new business in. Now it will be at your old rate. So you need to make sure your old rate is still profitable for you. If it's not, then this strategy is out the window for you and do not even consider it. But this is something to think about as well as a strategy to get clients on board and get an influx of cash into the business as well. Strategy number nine, offer a VIP option for your service. On average, when you offer a higher level service, we see about 20% of people will upgrade. So if you offer an upgrade to your current customers, then it's likely that around about 20% will be ready for an upscaled version of what you do. You would obviously charge them higher for that VIP option. You obviously have to make sure that that VIP option will then be profitable for you, but you will not have really any costs of advertising or anything like that because you're just progressing your current customers or clients to a VIP level with you. You can do this whether you work continuously with clients, whether it's a one-off service, you can offer them a VIP tier for you know different layers of value that you add in and you can get an increase in cash that way as well. And strategy number 10. Now I could not possibly speak about cash flow or cash management without mentioning the term money leaks. For those of you that have seen a lot of my content and watched a lot of my content, you will know I often speak about money leaks and eradicating money leaks in a business. If you have cash flow issues, then you need to make sure that they are not linked to cash management issues. And in doing that, you need to review your expenses. And so you need to make sure that there are no, there's no money leaking at your business. There is no money going to places that it shouldn't be going to. Okay. Because if you have money leaks, you are going to have big cash issues overall in your business. It's not going to be a one-off. It is going to be a systemic issue that is causing big problems in the business. So you need to get rid of those and you need to get rid of those quickly. And one of the things to do is do a money leaks assessment. Now, if you have not heard me speak about um, money leaks before, basically what that is, it's identifying whether or not all the money in your business is either one, 100% necessary to keep the proverbial lights on, or two, is delivering you a positive return. And if you have spending that is happening in your business that is not 
necessary to keep the lights on or delivering you a positive return, then the question is, what is the purpose of it? And is it a money leak? That's that's a quick overview of what money leaks is. But I do have, a, you know, I have a video on my YouTube channel. There's a lot of content that I have around this. So if you want to know more about money leaks, I can um, I can send you some links to, you know, the exercise that I speak about on that and all those things as well. So thank you everyone for tuning in today. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, and I will see you all again really soon. Take care, everyone. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you do like what I share, please do come and subscribe to the podcast, perhaps even leave a review so that other people can find this podcast as well and benefit from everything that I am sharing. Also, if you enjoyed, I would love if you want to take a screenshot of this episode, share it out onto your social media platforms. If you do, please, please do tag me. I'm Annette underscore Fergs on both Twitter and Instagram. So if you tag me, I can come along, give you a follow, give you a like and some love over there as well. Until next time.